Tell us a little bit about what you saw and, and, and being able to relay that message to Cora when you watched Kimbrel pitch and, and kind of help out so he wasn't uh, tipping his pitches. So tipping pitches, we hear about it all the time. People at home understand what tipping pitches is all about. It's amazing. Man. And that's remarkable. Alex, there are so many reasons to give thanks this Thanksgiving. For starters, I got you. We got this podcast. Aww. We got baseball. We got Yasiel Puig. We got Francisco Lindor. We got the Mets, the A's. <laughs> just, just naming teams. Just a bunch of teams. In a great just a bunch of, bunch of men in tight pants swinging bats. <laughs> Here's the lead from a New York Post article that I read yesterday. On this Thanksgiving, Cincinnati Reds pitcher Trevor Bauer... I can't believe it's November 29th, 2019. Trevor Bauer is not even on a contending team anymore, and yet we are still talking about him. Here we go. to see it. Cincinnati Reds pitcher Trevor Bauer should give thanks to his insurance. Is this about to be a politics article, or is he going (laughs) to... Did he come out pro-Medicare for all? (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) Can you imagine if he did? I... No, I I don't really want I don't really want to imagine that as a reality. He, he is sort of like one of those like free thought guys where he's like he wants to like Joe Rogan it a little bit and like pull a couple ideas from the left to make people think that he's this secret leftist king. Yeah. Oh, something makes me think that like he's a big Andrew Yang guy. You know, he's like, we just need to like tear down the whole system and just give everyone money. He has done the reading about UBI. Yeah. Yeah. He's done the reading. 100%. On all of those long flights. <laughs> Okay, Bauer's $300,000 sports car was totaled on Tuesday when a tire fell off a semi-truck on a nearby Cincinnati highway. What? Made its way across six lanes of traffic and smashed into the dealership where his 2016 McLaren 650S was stationed. Uh, There's so much to unpack there. The tire is a comrade. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, is the tire okay? (laughs) Why? I think my first question is, why was his car parked at the dealership? Did he just buy it that day? So I think it's like one of those things where, and I don't know for sure, because I didn't read the TMZ article. I only read the New York Post article because, you know, I'm a New York Post loyalist. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> um, no, I think it's one of those things where, like, if you buy a really expensive car from a dealership, part of the, maybe they'll knock it the price down or... Maybe part of the thing is that you park it there on display and they can display it for other high-end customers, but it's his car, but he just keeps it there to showcase it. (laughs) Sure. Which is like the most Trevor Bauer thing of all of this. Yeah, absolutely. Did you see the picture? Oh my God. There's just a tire in the middle of that car. It's just a tire in the middle of the car like it fell from the sky. Seriously. It's like the airplane engine in Donnie Darko. Is that too esoteric of a reference? Have you seen that movie? I haven't seen that movie, but <laughs> I, I appreciate the the deep Jake Gyllenhaal cut. Yes, Jake Gyllenhaal, our king. <laughs> I, li- I, like the, um, I like the Photoshop job that the TMZ Sports team did with this, right? Because it's like the picture of his car next to a, re- a picture of Trevor Bauer just looking really confused. Like, you know, like someone's given him a really hard math problem and he's like working through it in its head, you know, like 
that's I feel like that's the energy that he exuded when someone was like, "Hey, your your car was totaled," and he's just like, "Hang on, hang on, processing, processing, processing," and then freaked out, you know? Yeah, like he's got to take like a scientific long view of this because that's his brand. Yeah, exactly. He tweeted. Yesterday, if you told me a semi-truck would total my McLaren, I would have believed you. If you told me it would happen like this, I would have said you're out of your mind. If this isn't at Mayhem, I don't know what is at Allstate. Is he sponsored is, by Allstate? Is, is this, this fun con? Is this sponsored content? Hold on. So, he has insurance on the car. As evidenced by the New York Post lead about him being thankful for insurance. Is there any chance in the world at all? Don't, that this don't could, say it. <laughs> that this could somehow be either SpawnCon for Allstate or an inside insurance job to collect the insurance money by Trevor Bauer. He just pushed a tr- tire off a highway <laughs> to crush his car. Because I, this is too perfect. There is a, a non-zero chance. Like, when has something ever happened to you, whether it's a medical emergency or you get into a car accident or whatever, and the first thing you do is go and tweet and tag your insurance company. That feels it feels like a little too much for me, you know? He yeah. tagged he tagged at Mayhem. What is the at Mayhem Twitter account? Is it is it really like that thing from the commercials? Yeah, isn't it like the like, you know, the the Mayhem guy? He's like, you know, I could I could happen to anybody. And then he goes yeah, and like just takes a bat to your window or whatever. The at Mayhem account has one hundred and thirty one point four thousand followers. Hey, man. I mean, it could happen to anyone. We're getting absolutely bodied by the At Mayhem account. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. At Mayhem, come on tipping pitches. (laughs) Um, The other thing, the last thing that I wanted to say about this, the first line of his tweet, yesterday, if you told me a semi-truck would total my McLaren, I would have believed you? That's suspicious. That's making it seem like he's maybe trying to get his McLaren totaled (laughs) for the insurance check. (laughs) Hey, he's a dangerous guy, you know? I mean, life is dangerous. Life is he uh he lives life on the edge. I think we all know that about Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I just imagine Trevor Bauer doing like 68 in the second from the left lane thinking that he's like the opening scene of Wolf of Wall Street. Another movie I <laughs> regretfully haven't seen, but you know what? It's it's okay. I I can imagine it. All right, here's a reference for you maybe that you will understand even if you haven't seen the movie. I just imagine him doing 68 in the second from the left lane, thinking that he's like Vin Diesel from Fast and Furious. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's fair. Okay. We're going to do a little Thanksgiving tipping pitches content. Um, we're recording this the day after Thanksgiving. Before we get to it, I'm Bobby Wagner. I'm Alex Baisley. And this is Tipping Pitches. All right, so we were a little pressed to figure out what to talk about this week. Um, it's obviously a slow week in baseball. There were a co- there was a couple trades, there was a couple signings, there was a new manager for the Pirates. That's not what you come to tipping pitches for. Let's no. be real. All, all things t- all things considered, it's been an exceptionally slow off season so far. I mean, you've had uh, Aubrey Huff going off on Twitter. The, the Vegas odds for us discussing that for an hour on this podcast would have been very high. Absolutely. I we we started the podcast and then I was like, hang on, we we missed like the the easiest like softball from the yeah. last week, you know. 
It was almost too obvious. We had to go with the tire hitting Trevor Bauer's car. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to to make you feel better, Cut 4 is writing about things like, we should ban daylight savings time. And I hate Star Wars, but Baby Yoda is the cutest thing I've ever seen. So the off-season, it's hard for all of us. Having an extremely normal one. Yep. Um, So instead this week, in light of Thanksgiving having just passed, um, I was thinking about how Thanksgiving and Christmas, probably the two, maybe the two biggest holidays, the two biggest at-home holidays in the United States holiday calendar. Um, The ones where you're just kind of like sitting around with your family, watching TV. Both of those are dominated by different sports. Obviously, Thanksgiving is dominated by football and Christmas is dominated by basketball. Now, like if you're not a fan of either of those sports, probably you don't associate them with, with that holiday. But I think the majority of Americans associate those sports with um, those holidays with those two sports. And I think that does a lot for those sports. Like I think it goes a long way in terms of giving them like a certain, certain like nostalgia and a certain foothold in the consciousness around what that sport means to watch with family and what that sport means to like watch when you know, you're going to have off work and in thinking about this, like I wanted to start considering like, well, how could we make this for baseball? Because it's not like we can steal Thanksgiving or Christmas because that's not even during the baseball season. Um, a lot of the major holidays are actually during cold months and it's sort of slim pickings for if we wanted to redesign a baseball schedule where we could steal an entire day and make it into this sort of um, nostalgic kind of like family holiday that I think baseball is actually better suited for than football and basketball because I don't really enjoy sitting around and watching football on Thanksgiving, (laughs) you know, and I know you didn't do that yesterday because you weren't sitting around with like your extended family or anything like that. And you don't, you watch football to begin with, but I was sitting there watching these shitty football games. The first three football games that I've watched of 2019 thinking, you know, it would be a lot better than this. (laughs) three baseball games (laughs) yeah well and the thing is like baseball as a sport is much better suited i think to like kind of as we've talked about before it's great as it's a great entertainment experience that you can consume passively so when you have family around or you're eating you know whatever appetizers whatever and people are people are coming in and out of the house and you're sipping your wine you can just kind of you don't chugging have to be that pl- wine. You're chugging that wine. No exactly. sipping around here. <laughs> you you don't have to sit down for three hours like you would a football game. You know when the football game comes on, if you care about it, like you're going to be watching it and you're probably not going to move. You know you're going to have an un- uncle who's going to swat your hand away as soon as you even go for the remote. Baseball is, I feel like, a much more family friendly sport, much less violent. Which uh, which we're pro. I'm pro less violence. The shorter way of saying that is I'm anti-violence. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that has a nice ring to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get that tatted on you. Pro less violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm all positive around here. You know, I'm not anti anything. I'm pro less fascism. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pro no war. <laughs> no, I think you're totally right about that. Like I. I think it would be a more enjoyable experience where you could actually like look away from the TV 
and talk about what you're doing in life and not just talk about like the thing that's going on on the screen. It wouldn't monopolize in the way that the NFL does. And, and in terms of the NBA, like I really like NBA Christmas day. I think they do a really good job of it. They do a really good job of picking what ma- like interesting matchups every year. It's usually like either a rivalry or a return game or a game between like the marquee NBA franchises and there's also a lot of hype around the jerseys too, right? Like it's clearly marketed as its own like standalone kind of package, which is really nice. Yes. And the jerseys, like they have this nice cursive script. It's like, it's all under the same umbrella very clearly. Like they do a good job of it. And I think maybe that's what we should strive for rather than like the NFL Thanksgiving thing. Um, like this whole package kind of thing. But I, the NBA is just like not as many people watch it, you know? It is a very passionate, devoted fan base, but I feel like not as many people casually know what's going on in the NBA as they casually know what's going on in baseball. So I don't know. I, th- I think there's something here. If we were commissioners for a day, like if you had, like what you asked me last week, I think we could figure something out around making a baseball-centric U.S. federal holiday. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> Let's run down the this. list. Let's do Let's it. Let's run down the list of federal holidays. Okay. <laughs> real real baseball offseason content right Just, here. My prep for this week was Googling Trevor Bauer crash and federal holiday calendar. Yeah. And and this is hard because it has to be like it can't just be a national holiday. It has to be a federal holiday that like people are are not probably working. guaranteed off for, most likely. Yes. So our it's kind of it's kind of slim pickings here, but we're gonna make it work. Okay. New Year's Day. That one's out. Yep. <laughs> Martin Luther King Day, January 21st, also out. George Washington's birthday. Is that really what we're calling Wait. it now? That is the federal holiday? Isn't it just President's Wait, pre- Day? It's President's Day, right? It's, it says right here on redcourt.com. Uh, well, if Redcourt says it, then I go, I go to them for all my federal holiday questions. Yeah. Well, now that we don't have Deadsman. Um, <laughs> that's February 18th. That's also probably out. Okay, now we're in baseball season. Memorial Day, May 27th. Independence Day, July 4th. Labor Day, September 2nd. Columbus Day, October 14th. That's too late. Yeah, in the middle <laughs> of the postseason. In the so. mid- we just stop everything real yeah. quick. <laughs> and then the rest are Veterans Day, November 11th. That's after the season, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. So we basically have three choices. Or we can do a build your own. Where do you want to start? What do you think is either the obvious choice, the choice that maybe Rob Manfred would lean towards if you pitched it to him, or just what you think is the best? The obvious one here is Independence Day, 4th of July. I mean, it's in, it's right in the middle of summer. America's pastime and America's future. Baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet, right? Like, it's it's all... It it feels it almost feels too easy, but you could absolutely see like baseball coming up. I mean, they they already do this where you for various holidays where they change the uniforms and you have this kind of like like jingoistic, like nationalistic um, aesthetic to everything. And maybe they sing the national anthem a little bit harder. And there's just you know there's a lot of patriotism. And I feel like if you were to pitch any holiday to to baseball to the to the guys up on top this would be the one that they would go to right 
Yeah, well, so they already have like kind of a form of this in that they change the uniforms on Independence Day. They, well, a lot of people already have that day off. There's a full slate of games. I just don't think that they give the full force behind it. Like, I think they just assume that because people have off and because there's change uniforms and it's the middle of summer that you're going to go out to the ballpark, right? But like, again, like this is a holiday where People are with family, they're at cookouts, they're at pool parties, they're on a boat, like whatever the hell you're doing with your family um, on a boat. I don't know. Who's on a boat? <laughs> am I on a boat? What am I? I'm on a Fucking boat. rich from yeah. North Shore, Long Island. Like, <laughs> <laughs> with Lonely Island vibes. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think that is the obvious choice. But let me make a counterclaim to that. Yes. And it's in what you said, that it is already so kind of jingoistic nationalistic it it would inflame baseball's tendencies to want to just kind of lean into that you like war i guess you must like people swinging bats it would it would be positively unbearable like it yes. would be i i can just see baseball like taking this to the like 110% extreme and just wringing all the fun out of it you know like every commercial break you talk to a veteran or you talk to a cop or you just like show pictures of the flag in just silence waving. for like 60 <laughs> seconds just a gif of the flag just waving <laughs> slowly yeah i can see this going very badly even yeah. watching the the football games yesterday like the national anthem during it was like hello dramatic they have the 100-yard flag, which if you don't have a 100-yard flag, then you're obviously not patriotic. Yeah. I also have a 100-yard flag. Right, exactly. It's just rolled up. <laughs> it takes up half my house, but it's okay. <laughs> and, like, that's on Thanksgiving, which is, like, not really supposed to be that patriotic of a holiday. Yeah. So, yes, if it was if it was on July 4th, I think that we would maybe lose lose the grip on the wheel. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Us, the, as, the, us as like baseball fans who just want to watch baseball. Yeah. 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 I mean, the the easiest thing about that is that there's already really iconic imagery around it. You know, red, white, and blue, American flag. It's it'd be it'd be very easy to like kind of paste that color scheme onto every MLB team and just like call it a day. It's already half the team's color scheme. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the other thing is that on July 4th is the uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. And I feel like there's something there where you could combine these two Mm -hmm. ideas yeah, and just make it a full day of American iconography, but maybe keep the the, the war out. Yeah. If we can push the war out. Yeah, you know. (laughs) I mean. My political platform for 2020 is maybe we can push the war out. Just push the war out. Just a little little bit. Just a little less war. Um. Yeah, and like one of the one of the more classic parts of the football games on Thanksgiving, right? Is it like you eat the turkey after the game, right? You have a player and they just give them a big old big old leg of turkey and they, yeah. they chomp down. Nothing and, like you can't separate a man and his turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel like you could very very easily port something like that over to baseball in the form of hot dogs, right? After the Yankees play the whoever, just just have Aaron Judge face off in a hot dog eating contest with Giancarlo Stanton. I'd watch that. Or I Mike would, Trout. I, yeah, or Mike Trout. 
He could probably body some hot dogs. I'm sure he could body some hot dogs. He's from Jersey. He's used to eating processed meat growing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so what do we think of July 4th? Do we want to explore the idea of the other holidays? I think I want to keep it as an option. Like, yes. I think it's like a, it has a wide range of how successful it could be. It could be like an eight out of 10. It could also end up being like a three out of 10. And knowing the way that baseball messes almost everything up would more likely be like a four or a five out of 10. Right. There would be like some hot dog controversy over like the size of the hot dog and the, you know, the drag on the, the drag on the, the hot dog. dog. <laughs> wow. It's just flying down his throat today. I don't know what's up. It's a juiced hot dog. Um, okay. I think, what do you think about Memorial Day? Because I want to make a case for Labor Day next, but what do you think about Memorial Day? May 27th, it's like right at the end of the first third of baseball or like a little past that, you know, you've got an idea of what, what teams are going to be doing, what, this is like right around the time last year that the Nationals kind of had their turnaround. Do you think that we could package anything around Memorial Day or is that an even more fraught conversation than Independence Day? Uh, I mean, the thing about like all of these holidays is they have some level of like nationalism behind them. All of them do just kind of inherently holidays, just a really weird concept in general. I think a holidays, the, our holidays should be based around like when Matt Harvey got called up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and when another, Matt Chapman's first gold glove was announced. We need the Ramon Laureano throw. In another episode, we need to come up with our own like federal holidays but solely based around baseball that would be way more fun all of the baseball holiday content you could ever need <laughs> and, and much much just more. redesigning the calendar <laughs> memorial day could be fun because it's early enough in the season that most teams are still in it um it's kind of just yeah that's important everywhere like you you've kind of reached the point in the season where it's just starting to warm up, even in like really cold places. Like it feels like spring has sprung everywhere, you know? <laughs> okay, Tumblr. <laughs> that said, it feels like it just feels like dollar store fourth of July, you know? Oh, <laughs> it's like <laughs> some fucking spice about Memorial Day out here. <laughs> it's just like we're mostly celebrating the same stuff, if we're being quite honest. Like we lump a lot of that Memorial Day stuff. Into the 4th of July anyway. It's like somber 4th of July. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you don't eat hot dogs, you eat your feelings. <laughs> Some might say that's the same thing. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. I think that that would be a tough one to kind of keep the, as we said, maybe push the war, nudge the war out of the conversation because it's literally designed around the fallen military personnel. It's a remembrance day. Mm -hmm. So I think, yes, that... That is not a good idea for this holiday. You want to give me your, your Labor Day, your Labor Day takes? You bet I want to give you my Labor Day takes. <laughs> I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but I do want to make a case for, for it as our holiday. So, Labor Day. First Monday of every year, floating day, like Thanksgiving. It's a day that you know you're going to have off from work because they turn it into a long weekend. Hopefully you have off from work. I hope, I hope if you're listening, you get Labor Day off because there are some people who don't, which is all you need to know about the state of labor in America, that you don't have Labor Day off as a laborer. But it's an extended weekend, so you maybe have some time to travel. 
you have some time to rest and relax. It's kind of like the last ditch beach holiday. If you're really a beach person, you know, and you live in a warmish climate, it's like the end of beach season. So maybe you go on a little beach vacation getaway. You come back for Monday and you got our Labor Day baseball day content crossover. And at the same time, instead of talking about the past wars that we've been successful in, (laughs) we talk about the past labor strifes that we've fought and won. Maybe we do the first game. We do a little B-roll segment about the fight for the eight hour workday. And the second game, we do a little, you know, a little cutaway we feature Pedro Martinez doing a segment about the federal minimum wage and maybe endorsing Bernie Sanders' $15 minimum wage. The third game, we do a deep exploration of the way that the, you know, like different, like the women's suffrage movement interacts with labor in America. How about that? I think that would be totally kosher with Major League Baseball. I think, I mean, oh, I think Rob Manfred would be like, Labor, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm all for it. Frankly, I say Labor Day doesn't go far enough. I say we go full on just leftist propaganda and do it on May Day, May the 1st, International Workers Day. (laughs) I mean, baseball players, they are workers under the thumb of capital. Less so than maybe you and I. Yes. (laughs) But let's just... Let's just celebrate socialism. Let's just celebrate anarchism and the Haymarket affair. Like, let's do all, like, Labor Day is the, is the conservatives labor holiday, right? (laughs) May Day. There's so much spice about It's just like overthrow everything. (laughs) But that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to take back Labor Day through baseball. Yeah. So that's why I would advocate for Labor Day. I think it would be a tough sell. What do you think? I think you could probably make that sort of thing work. I mean, like, you could package it in a way that celebrates. I mean, any one of these is going to inherently kind of celebrate America because that's just what it's a baseball day that does. all of America has off, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. One of the pros about it is that it's not inherently like militaristic, even yeah. though MLB would find some way to incorporate that, you know, Absolutely. obviously. The the hard thing about it is that because it's so late in the season, do you think it's still a spectacle if like you pick a couple powerhouse teams or something who you think are going to be in it at the beginning of the year, and then it turns out the Red Sox were, you know, out of the running by June or something like that? Like, does that change the calculus at all? Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, in the NFL and the NBA, like, it's kind of their midway point. So you do have teams that can be out. Or can just be really end up being really bad. Like the Lions play every year on Thanksgiving and they're always really bad. So they're usually out of it by Thanksgiving. And in the NBA, I think what they try to do and I think what they do well is they pick marquee franchises, they pick powerhouse teams with big fan bases, but then they also pick like young and up, up and coming teams. So they pick like the Pelicans, where I think like in baseball, you could pick two teams that you think are going to be. Incredible. Like you could pick a rematch of last year's World Series. That could be a thing that you do every year because chances are after you go to the World Series, you're probably still going to be pretty good. If you take it back two years, you had a rematch of Dodgers Astros in the 2018 version of what we're trying to talk about. 
that was still would have been a really good matchup. That still would have been a matchup between the two best teams in baseball. And then if you pick other teams that have maybe young, exciting pitchers, you hope they don't get injured. Like there's a decent chance that that there will be enough fun players on the field. And I think like there are going to be a decent amount of teams out of it by September 2nd, like probably most teams. That's an entirely different problem that we have in baseball. But if you only choose like three games, like I think one of the problems with the way that Independence Day is like currently structured in baseball is that so many teams play that it doesn't feel like worth it to celebrate any individual game you just watch your own team like you would any other day of the season and it just feels run of the mill and maybe they shoot off some fireworks at the game you go to but if you just limit it to three games and everyone else has the day off then you could kind of orchestrate it or engineer it or flex it so that it ends up being like justin verlander versus chris sale or something and you hope that the teams kind of lean into that. It's almost like a second all-star break, except you're actually playing with your regular teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Labor Day specifically would work nicely going forward, I think, because we don't have September call-ups anymore. Like in past years, it would have made it really difficult because you run the risk of having a team that's completely out of it and is starting just like scrubs at this point in the season. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah exactly. You have 15-person bullpens, and it's just like, what are, what are we doing here? This isn't yeah. baseball anymore. So it's just like big-time Chris Mazza energy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so so we've got, our, we've got our three options. I think we've made cases for each one. If you had to pick one, what do you think you would land on? I think I still, I think I thought I was going to land on Labor Day, but I think I still might land on Independence Day. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm worried about all of the things we talked about. I'm worried about it becoming just like tanks rolling across center field for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm worried about someone shooting off like a, a semi-automatic weapon into the sky during Rockets Red Glare of the National Anthem. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get baseball players like hitting a home run, crossing the plate and just like doing a salute, you know, like Pete, Pete Alonso is going to do that. You know that you didn't have to bring Pete into this, <laughs> but like it provides so much more opportunistically because it's summer. Everyone kind of already spends that day with family, which I think is really key to this. Like I, we, t- we touched on that briefly at the beginning, but I think associating it with a day where you have off, you're spending time with your family. You have an opportunity to to talk with people to talk about baseball I think would do a lot for the game and not to be like too narrowed in on it but I think like the Nathan's hot dog eating thing is like legitimately a way to like cross promote you know like the same type of people who want to watch Joey Chestnut body 70 hot dogs are probably going to want to watch Pete Alonso mash a home run like those feel like pretty tight Venn diagrams you know what I'm just thinking about kind of as we talk about this? The really the only problem with really all three of these holidays, uh, why Thanksgiving and Christmas work so well is because not only are you with family, but because it's like fall slash winter, you're, you're indoors already. Yeah. Fourth of July poses an issue because a lot of people are outside, whether they're at the beach or they're barbecuing or they're, you know, maybe you're on your apartment roof or you're just on your front lawn or whatever. (laughs) 
you when you say th- these places that you hang out outside, it sounds so ridiculous. Like you're just on a roof or you're on a lawn. But like, <laughs> we're doing it. Yeah. So, so how do you circumvent that? Maybe that's just a whole other issue that, you know, we tackle next, uh, next episode. Do you have Rob Manfred send one iPad to every family in America? I think sure. Yeah. I'm in UBI I'm in with that. Rob Manfred. <laughs> <laughs> Universal <laughs> fandom in- income. <laughs> Full circle, baby. <laughs> I, yeah, that is definitely a problem. And I thought about that on Labor Day because you're probably spending Labor Day inside, right? Like it's September. Most places are cold. It's not really an outdoor holiday unless it's like your final beach weekend, like I was describing when introducing Labor Day. Interesting <laughs> way for me to go in, in describing Labor Day. Most people just turn it into a three day weekend, but yeah. Um, yeah, that definitely is a problem. It definitely is a problem. <laughs> mm. I mean, hella, hella dudes have outdoor TVs, right? Hella dudes have outdoor TVs, do just they? Chi- just chilling in I the don't. garage. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely would skew towards like upper middle class families who have like a, a TV outside next to where they grill and like <laughs> not like young people who are trying to attract who probably don't even have cable and don't even have well we would need to make it more accessible to watch and I, yeah but I just can't help that like baseball is a summer holiday if you want if you like baseball you like being outside and you find a way to watch it anyway or yeah. why don't we just make the tickets all four dollars fourth of July four dollars you know there you go or if that's too cheap for you make them seventeen dollars and seventy six cents like I don't like <laughs> find some way to rig it so that everyone can go easily and you can access it. And if you're not going to be, if you're not going to be at the game itself, then you can go inside for one of the three games or two of the three games or whatever it might be. Yeah. If you have like a, like a morning game an afternoon game and an evening game, I feel like it's spread out enough that you'll be able to catch at least like one of the spectacles, right? If you have like a, Stream yeah. it live on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and TV and everywhere, YouTube, like make it free for that day. Like it's not, you got to widen the net. Like you can't, ju- we can't just keep going back to the same 50 to 70 year old white men who remember the Bill Buckner error. Like we got to, <laughs> we got to strive to be better and more interesting and more rooted and invested in people who can actually watch and want to develop a new type of love for baseball this is this is how we describe baseball demographics it's bb and ab before buckner and after buckner (laughs) (laughs) you want to use a different one let's use the freaking kirby pocket home run or whatever (laughs) no i like it i think it's good before ricky henderson and after after ricky henderson how about that yeah but everyone should know who ricky henderson is so right but he's kind of like the arrival you know in a religious (laughs) sense (laughs) This is tough. I don't know which one we should land on. I think maybe we uh I think maybe we should turn it over to listeners because if y'all have any ideas of what holiday we should put this on, please just I'm, just tell us. I'm open to a create your own holiday. Yeah. Anytime in August, Leo season, you know? Bang. Let's make it August 5th for Alex's birthday. Woo! You heard it here first. You? Do, you, do you not want people to know when your birthday is? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Alex said, please 
share with us which one of those options you think is the best or if you have a create your own we'd love to hear from you text us call us email us twitter dm us the text us and call us is mostly for our moms and for austin but (laughs) (laughs) um as long as we succeed in making it a day that people just sit down they hang out with family or friends and watch baseball i think we've think we've won i think we've succeeded yeah that's what matters we can strain all of the jingoism out of it later because <laughs> that's always worked so well. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's another issue. <laughs> um, as always, another episode of Tipping Pitches, another PR campaign done for Rob Manfred. <laughs> We're just doing this man's work for him. My consulting really are. fees are absolutely racking up. It's insane. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cash in. I'm just going to start emailing every episode to him. You know, I'd be like, hey, Rob, just banged out another one today. Let us know what you think. $100 an hour, Rob. <laughs> It's pretty cheap as far as consulting goes. All right, Bobby. I know we got to wrap this up. You have family and friends, family and girlfriend to to spend some time with. I don't want to leave her waiting too long. I don't At the train your, station. I don't want to leave your lovely family waiting for too long. But uh, but it is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a uh, it's a holiday of food and eating. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what better what better food to eat than baseball food? So. If you had to make up a, a Thanksgiving plate, a Thanksgiving dinner Let's made, made out of baseball, made out of ballpark foods, what's on your plate? Okay. I'm ready for this. Okay. I'm not. So I seed the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's really tough to get a vegetable. I don't know if we're going to be able <laughs> to get a vegetable. First thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with the meat. Uh, the Fuku sandwich from City Field made by David Chang. From his Momofuku chain of restaurants. Nice. Just 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 not even going for baseball foods, just like a restaurant that <laughs> yes, that has a storefront in the field. I need like I need something that is at least close-ish to like a turkey kind of situation. Mm. We, we maybe we get, you know, some fried chicken in there. That's what the yeah, food I mean, sandwich is. You could do like you could do like chicken tenders. Yeah. It feels like a like a similar cut of the meat. I do love chicken tenders. Yeah. That would be my option if I'm not allowed to pick brand names. <laughs> All right. What else is on your plate? I'd like to go with mac and cheese, which is a thing that you can't get at every baseball stadium, but most of the baseball stadiums in the South you can get. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Kansas City, there was just like, whereas like kind of American food or like Americana is like the dominant thing of baseball in like the Northeast and I think kind of like the West Coast. In the South, you can get barbecue, which means I can get some mac and cheese. I'll allow it. Okay, I guess like my third thing, I'm only going to go with three things and a a drink. There aren't many things. There literally are no vegetables. I need you to help me. A vegetable. Where can I get a vegetable at a ballpark? (laughs) French fries? Does that count? (laughs) I mean, I was thinking like for your your potato side, you could, I was thinking maybe like garlic fries or something like that. Not everyone mm. likes garlic fries, I know, but french fries of some sort gets the... The flavors would blend well with the garlic fries. The flavors would blend well. Shout out to Dodger Dodger Stadium garlic fries. Those are the goat. Hell yeah. I mean, you could... <laughs> you could get like a knish if you're at like a New York ballpark. True. That would do it. Yeah. Maybe get some... So much oil. Maybe get some like nachos, but just scrape the vegetables off of that, you know, onto your plate. <laughs> Yeah, like some, <laughs> some garnishes. jalapenos. <laughs> some jalapenos and a couple tomatoes. <laughs> Diced tomatoes. That yeah. sounds gross. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's tough. What would you choose real quick? I think I'd probably go chicken tenders. I think that's an easy one. Okay. Um, and, and this is with the, with the thinking that we're just trying to kind of analog it to what you eat on Thanksgiving. So I'd probably go chicken tenders. Like I said, some garlic fries. Um, probably get a pretzel in there as well Ooh. to, uh, to you know, you got to have like some like- Like your roll. Yeah, like your roll that you use to, to mop up all the juices. So what are the juices though? Because like the only like kind of <laughs> sauce, the only kind of sauce we can get is like ketchup. Yeah, gross. I don't want to douse all this stuff in ketchup. <laughs> or like not like fake nacho cheese. Oh God, I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, that's that's tough. I don't, I don't think that's what we need. I mean, the thing is, we're limiting our options to like food that you can find at every ballpark. But as we know, as we've talked about on this podcast before, there is a wide variety of just super bizarre food at ballparks that come every single year. So like giant two foot long hot dogs that could be on your plate or, uh, that feels like to share, you know, you put that in the center of the table. Yeah, exactly. Yankee stadium has deep fried avocados. Sure. I'm sure some stadiums have like tater tots or like roasted potatoes. We could probably get that on the plate. Yeah, exactly. Like if you do like a, like steak fries, you know, or Mm. some like, some like frites, maybe that, uh, maybe that counts. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Chef Baisley. (laughs) That's pretty good. Okay. Submit your answers as well. We could maybe do a little research and tweet out our actual Thanksgiving plates. We should have done this yesterday on the day of Thanksgiving, but whatever. The content never stops. Yeah, true. Times a flat circle. Um, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We hope this one wasn't too out of left field for you. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> we'll be back next week with episode 100. Till the people hear what we got in store for them. Oh my god. <laughs> you, you thought that mayhem content was bad. <laughs> Just doing a little Allstate bit. <laughs> Just hanging out with the boys doing an Allstate bit. 